0: Welcome to The Journey with Sarah Alexia, where we embark on life's roller coasters together because this life is not easy. Join me, your host, Sarah Alexia, as we navigate the twists and turns finding comfort in the belief that with a touch of humor, cause I can be funny, a sprinkle of motivation and a dash of divine guidance, life's journey becomes not just bearable, but truly remarkable. Get ready for a podcast full of wisdom, motivation, and the timeless words from the good book itself, The Holy Bible. Let the journey begin. Hey guys, welcome back to The Journey with Sarah Alexia. Thank you so much for tuning into one of my episodes again. I truly, truly do love and appreciate all the love I've been getting on my previous episodes, all the feedback, all the resonance. Keep it coming, keep sharing. And I just pray that you keep coming for more. Um, so yeah, we're gonna get into today's, today's episode, but I just wanted to share with you all really quickly about my week last week. Um and let me know man, am I tripping or am I open my head or or is this something that, you know, that was alarming? Well, not alarming, but is this something that you probably would have been like, um, what? So the other day, I went out with my friends to go see this movie called Missing. Now, it was a great movie. Who, cool. If you haven't watched it, I would highly recommend that you watch it. It keeps you on your toes. But that wasn't, that's not the point. The point is that after the movie, me and my friends, we went to go eat at this restaurant in Warwick. Now, if you're familiar with the Rhode Island area, you we all know about Warwick. Um, so we went out to go eat and, you know, we walk in, we're only, we're the only black people in the restaurant. Um, and we sit down and they take our order. Now, originally when we had walked in, they were playing country music, nothing wrong with playing country music, but it was just an observation that I made. Um, and then they took our order and they walk away. And then two seconds later, you just hear this vulgar and explicit rap music, like, F-bombs, B-bombs, like, it was just, it was bad. And I, we noticed, they were like, whoa, why the music changed like that? And we just again we started to read the room and we're like, Did they change this music thinking that we listen to this kind of music because we're black? And mind you, me and my friends were Christian, so we don't actually listen to that kind of music. So we started to assume that you know they changed the music because we're black, and obviously, it's very ignorant to think that just because someone's black that they listen to this vulgar type of music, especially it wasn't even censored, like it was just it was bad, it was bad. So let me know, man. Am I tripping? Or, you know, do you think it was part of their playlist? Or maybe they really did change it because of our skin color. It was wild. And Anyways, it was just wild. And I just wanted to share that with you all. But let's get into today's topic and today's content for today. So we're actually going to pivot the dynamic of the conversation today for today's episode. I know that recent subjects have been very deep and it really allowed, you know, most of the listeners to reflect and really think like, wow, you know, there are some things that I need to change about myself. And that's my greatest joy is that folks understand that they're not alone and that there's breakthrough on the other side. But we're gonna put those topics on pause for today. And I'm really excited for what's gonna be discussed on today. So the title of today's podcast is called, He Never Changed On Me. And you're probably wondering, who is this he that Sarah's talking about? Well, let me explain. I'm sure that you all can guess, based off my previous episodes, if this is not your first time here, that I'm a bona fide Jesus lover, Jesus believer, whatever you want to call it. Like, I be making sure to mention him in all my episodes. So it's him. He is the he that I'm referring to and that I'm talking about. So a little background on how I came to know Jesus is real simple. I grew up in a Christian household and Jesus is basically all I know for real, for real. But I did give my life to Jesus when I was about 15 years old. And in this, you know, in this giving my life to him, we did have some ups and downs in our relationships, but it's still never a relationship that I would change. Like I would never, ever go back on that decision that I made 12 years ago. And whoops, I kind of gave away my age, but I really don't care. Now, here's why this episode is called, He Never Changed On Me. So the other day, I went to this church event in Boston. And if you're familiar with the New England area, it's called Jubilee. And the event that they had that night is called Influence Night. So while I was at this event, the worship leader there began to sing this song, You Remain by Todd Galliber. If you haven't listened to that song, I would check it out after this episode. For some reason, as the worship leader was ministering this song, the song just moved me at the altar. Like I didn't cry or anything, but I was just moved and just really reflecting on what this song meant to me right there in that moment. At that moment, I felt led to share what I experienced in my next podcast episode. Now if you've been listening to all my podcast episodes, um, you would have noticed that I always mention Jesus, God, the Holy Spirit, or the Bible. And if I did not mention any of these, you know, if I did not mention Jesus, if I did not mention God, folks probably would have thought that I wasn't a bona fide Jesus lover. I'm sure it actually shocks people when I bring up God in my episodes based off the things that I've shared. But I'm able to share what I share about myself and include God because of his grace and his mercy. And that's basically what that song, You Remain, reminded me of at that very moment. It basically showed me that I have been walking in God's grace and his mercy all my life. Now, don't get me wrong. I never really understood what it meant to walk in God's grace and his mercy. And mind you, I have been a Christian my entire life. Like, I didn't believe in any other God. I was never atheist. Like, I have been walking this Christian walk forever, but yet I never understood what it meant. To walk in God's grace and his mercy. Like this concept was just foreign to me. And you're probably just like me and you don't understand it either. So I'm here just to help you break it down real quick by tapping into the dictionary because that's what I do best. So according to Google, the Christian definition of grace is the free and unmerited favor of God. As manifested in the salvation of sinners and the bestowed blessings. Now, mercy, according to Google, is compassion or forgiveness shown towards someone whom it is within one's power to punish or harm. Now, there's a scripture that I want to use that ties all these definitions and really brings these words to life. Psalms 103, verse 8. It says, the Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in mercy. So what does this mean when we use those Google definitions? God is compassionate and forgiving when he has the power to punish and harm. Not only that, he gives us free and unmerited favor, even though we are sinners. Why? Because he's slow to get angry and he got racks of mercy. Like that's that's my part. I added that part. He got racks on racks of mercy. Now, here's why I could never walk in God's grace and mercy, even though it was all over me, but I could never walk in that concept. Why? Because I misunderstood it. I always thought that his grace and his mercy was transactional. Like I didn't know it was free for real. Like I didn't know that it's just something that I automatically have. But I thought I had to do something. Like I had to be good in order to receive the grace and mercy. And if I do bad, GG that grace and mercy ain't for me but I get it now. And I believe the only reason I'm able to share some of my stories publicly is because of God's grace and because of God's mercy. So I think about some of the stories that I shared, like when I was walking in comparison, walking in lust, walking in shame, and having these faulty imaginations. I thought that during these seasons of my life, I was outside of God's grace and I was outside of his mercy. But all along through those seasons, his mercy and grace was all over me. Let's go back to that song that I mentioned earlier. There's a part in that song that says, I've made choices I regret and I've doubted your mercy. This is the part of the song that hit me the most at the altar when I was at Jubilee because there's been situations I've put myself both both shared on my podcast and both unshared and I've sat in that conviction for way too long. Why? Because I doubted the mercy of God. But why was I doubting the mercy of God if I grew up Christian? Well, that's because in society, we grow up to think that when we do wrong to someone, the person that whom we offended will be mad until they're ready to forgive and not be mad no more. And that's what we think about God. And that's how we treat him. We treat God as if he's like that. Like, you know, well, God, I offended you. I sinned. And until you're ready to forgive me, I'm just going to walk in shame. I'm gonna walk in guilt when he's really not like that. Now, although God has so many reasons to leave me and he has so many reasons to leave you, he just doesn't. And that's because he's gracious and merciful and he got racks of mercy. Now, here's another thing I've come to realize that folks are struggling with. Based off conversations that I've had with people and just based off my own life, I realize that folks are really struggling with understanding that God's love is not transactional, but it's unconditional. Now, what does unconditional mean? It means that God is going to love you no matter what. But does that mean we abuse his grace, we abuse his mercy, we abuse his unconditional love? No. And if I can be honest, in the past, that's what I've done a lot. I was out here just abusing grace. Like I would know that what I'm going to do is going to make God sad, but because he's so gracious, I'm going to do it anyways. And it's just, I was just out here, like I said, I was out here abusing grace. But I've noticed that in this season of my life, I really don't have a desire to abuse his grace. Now, what does that look like for me? It means that even if I'm tempted to sin, because temptations have arise, I just can't find it in my heart to sin. Now, I do have the free will to sin, but again, I can't find it in my heart to sin. Why? Because I've noticed that God has forgiven me way too much. And that's really what it is. He's forgiven me way too much. And even though he's willing to forgive me again, even if I fall short, I just can't find it in my heart to sin against him. Now, will I be perfect? Absolutely not. I definitely will fall short. But in this season of my life, I am way more intentional with how I move and what happens and what I do when sin arises. Now, I just want you to imagine a wedding, right? Imagine a wedding and just imagine two couples, right? There's this one, the one of the couples, they're, they're just perfect. They're pure. You know, they, they've provided everything that they could for their spouse. Um, they've been there. They love them unconditionally. And then you have another part of that relationship where the person has been abusive they've cheated um they've stolen they haven't loved their partner the way they should and they were just basically being ratchet and now the person who's ratchet they realize that you know this person has loved them all their life like they just get a revelation like wow when I cheated on you, you still loved me unconditionally. When I was disrespecting you, you still loved me unconditionally. When, when I was just basically disrespecting you, you still loved me unconditionally. And then that person begins to realize, wow, like, I want to love you for the rest of my life because you loved me when I was unlovable. You still showed me love when I couldn't even love myself enough to love you. And like, just imagine that relationship. And now that person who basically wasn't perfect, It's like, you know, I want to spend the rest of my life with this person. Not only that, I want to make sure I don't cause them any harm and I no longer hurt them. Why? Because they have been too faithful and loyal to me. They also understand, like that ratchet person also understands that they will never be perfect and that they might make some mistakes along the way and there still might be some habits that they need to break off, but they're going to try their best to love that person with everything they got. Why? Because all they can think about is like, wow, this person loved me in my mess. Like I was basically messed up, like cheating, disrespecting you, not loving you, basically just taking your money and running off with it. But yet you still stayed there for me and you still love me unconditionally. You could have turned your back on me, but you didn't. And that person realizes like, this is someone I want to spend my life with forever because... They loved me when I was unlovable. Like they didn't have you. You you didn't have to love me, but you did. And now I'm gonna try to love you with everything I got. With I with everything that I got. And I'm no longer gonna try to harm you or hurt you. Well, that's how I feel about God in this season, because throughout all my other seasons where I was seeking validation from others and struggling to see myself the way God sees me, He never changed on me. Throughout my seasons of struggling with lust and you know, doing things that was against the Bible, God did not change on me. Throughout the seasons of struggling with comparison and negating his word that says I am fearfully and wonderfully made, God did not change on me. Throughout the seasons of walking in shame of my identity and my status, God did not change on me. No matter what the season was, God did not change on me. And for that, I want to do right by him. Not just for another blessing or not just to be seen as good by him, but because he never changed on me. He loved me when I was unlovable. He loved me when my mind wasn't right. He loved me when my heart wasn't pure. He loved me when I was out there doing nonsense. He never changed on me. And how do I know that he loved me? Because of his unmerited favor that was over my life. And now the reason why I felt compelled to share this part of my life is because I want folks to understand that I didn't just wake up with all this wisdom. I didn't just wake up thinking, oh, let me unpack my life and, you know, give people some practical steps if they're also going through this. It has literally been the grace of God on my life. Remember, grace is unmerited favor. If you were to ask me several years ago, Sarah, how can you use your life as a testimony? I would have laughed at you and be like, my life is not a testimony. But the favor of God changed that for me. Like this journey has been crazy. But with the grace and mercy of God over my life, it has been a powerful journey. And I truly want those who are listening to understand that your journey is also powerful. I want folks to understand that whatever season you're in, God will never change on you no matter what mess you're in he will never change on you why because he loves you too much oh that's another song that they sang at jubilee but god loves you way too much to change on you he loves the unlovable part of you he loves you when your mind is corrupt he loves you when your heart's not pure he loves you when you don't got your stuff together because why cuz he's gracious and merciful Another reason I felt compelled to share this is because it was not until the end of 2022 where I truly began to understand the mercy and grace of God. And as I did, the way I began to walk in freedom is crazy. Like I've been a Christian my whole entire life, but it wasn't until the end of last year that I truly felt free. A lot of times we think to be free, it just means to be free from sin, to be free from curses, to be free from whatever thing. But this time, the freedom for me meant to be free from my mind, meant to be free from myself, meant to be free from people. If I truly did not embrace the mercy and grace of God, I would have still been bound to myself, I would have still been bound to my thoughts, and I would have been still been bound to people. And this journey with Sarah Alexia would not have existed. So this is why I really want to share because there's a lot of us, we're probably bound to our thoughts, we're bound to people. We truly can embrace the true person that God has called us to be because we really haven't embraced his mercy and his grace. And I truly believe there's someone out there, it's just, it's waiting to crack. Like something needs to be birthed out of you. But because you haven't embraced the mercy and grace of God, you're still in your shell. But I'm telling you that it now is time to embrace his mercy and his grace. So that way you can start walking in that freedom he's called you to walk into. Now I have one more reason why I shared this. And it's because God wants me to share it. So now the people in my close circle, they know that I talk to God a lot and that I will say he talks back to me. And you're probably wondering, how does God talk back to you? Because I know a lot of people, we struggle with understanding that God can talk back to us, but God does talk back to me. And he speaks to me primarily through dreams and his word, AKA the Bible. Now there's other ways he'll speak through me, but these are the two words where he, these are the two ways in which he primarily speaks to me, but primarily through his word, like the word is number one. And this morning, as I was preparing to record this podcast, he confirmed this podcast. Because, you know, as I was preparing yesterday and throughout the week for it, you know, my message that I wanted to, to be delivered through this podcast is God's grace and God's mercy. And today, the verse of the day, was on the YouVersion Bible app is Joel 2.13 and it says, rend your heart and not your garments and turn unto the Lord, your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness and repenteth him of the evil. Now this is the same verse that I had mentioned earlier from Psalms 103, which said that the Lord is merciful and graceful, slow to anger, abounding in mercy. Now there's a phrase that me and my youngins we love to use a lot and it's the the phrase is coincidence, question mark, I think not. The reason why this is not a coincidence is because I was literally meditating on this this podcast and meditating on that word, just meditating and reflecting on how God is so gracious and merciful. And then that verse, Psalm 103, came to mind so that way I can tie these definitions together of grace and mercy. And now I wake up one morning and it's talking about how God is gracious and merciful. So I don't think it's a coincidence that, you know, God wants me to share this and that whoever is listening to this episode, that you are going to enter into a new level of freedom because you're going to understand God's grace and you're going to understand his mercy. So I pray that whoever is listening to this episode, I pray that in this season of your life, that you rend your heart to the Lord, because that's what I had to do. I had to rend my heart to the Lord. Now I can share in another episode what that looks like, but in this season for you to truly embrace his mercy and his grace, you need to rend your heart to him and understand that he's gracious and merciful, understand that and then also walk in it in it. The Bible says, be not only a hearer of the word, but also be a doer. So not only understand that he's gracious and merciful, but walk in that. And also understanding that he's not angry with you and that that he loves you. A lot of us, we think that God doesn't love us. Why? Because of our past, because of our family, because we think that God's love is transactional, but it's not. His love is unconditional. So just understand that whatever you're in, think back to that that wedding. That wedding where you have the two couples, the one couple, that the one, the one person that was pure and the one person that was just straight up ratchet, we're the ratchet ones. God is the pure one and he still wants to marry us. Like that's how I see it. I'm the ratchet one. And he obviously, he's still fixing me. He's still changing the way I think. He's still changing my heart. But yet he still wants to marry me. He still wants to marry the unlovable part of me. So just imagine yourself at the altar with God and imagine him saying, I still want to marry you. That's really what it that's really what it took for me to understand that God loves me is that we're at the altar and he still even though he knows all this stuff about me and he's seen it he still wants to marry he still wants to love me he still wants to bless me with his favor and his grace. So I want you to imagine that as well. So I feel led to do this. Um and if you're listening and you're like, "You know, Sarah, I didn't grow up in the Christian. I didn't grow up in the Christian faith like you. I didn't grow up in the church like you." Or I didn't have a positive church life growing up, and I just kind of just stepped away from the church. So I really don't know this Jesus guy. Well, and that's okay. I get it. It's okay if you didn't grow up in the church. It's okay, you know, if you had a bad church experience and you stepped away. It's okay if you never read your Bible. But it's 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 okay. Want to know why? Because there's still time to accept Jesus as your Lord and personal savior. There's still time to experience this grace and mercy. That's the thing I love about God is that once you, um, accept him as your Lord and savior, there's still time. There's still time to experience the freedom that he has for you. There's still time to experience the grace and the mercy that he has for you. So this is is, just, just say this simple prayer with, I'm just so excited that I'm stuttering, but just say this simple prayer with me, Lord Jesus, I confess my sins and ask for your forgiveness. Please come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Take complete control of my life and help me to walk in your footsteps daily by the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for saving me and for answering my prayer. Now, if you prayed that prayer, I pray that you prayed it with faith. Your next step from after praying this It's to just keep praying, keep praying, keep asking God to reveal things to you. After that, read his word. Just like how he literally speaks to me through his word, he can speak to you in the same way. Find a verse, meditate on it, and I promise you, within 21 days you're going to see that verse pop up and it's going to to scream in your spirit. And also, find a Bible-based church. And I promise you that from this day forward, your life will never be the same. Like, I'm just really excited for folks to experience the grace and mercy because that's really how all this came about. That's how this journey with Sarah Alexia came about is because I truly began to embrace the grace and the mercy of God. And I truly began to walk in freedom. And now my heart's desire is that those who are listening will also walk in that freedom and will understand his grace and his mercy. And not only just understand it, but walk in it. So again, I pray that this blesses you and I pray that you truly embrace what God has for you in this season. Well, that's all I have for y'all today. I pray that, you know, this blessed you and I pray that I will catch y'all on the next episode. Remember to share this with about seven people. There are people out there who also need to experience the grace and mercy of God. So don't be selfish, but share this with your friends. Be blessed.